Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg is also with us today. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. And these days, we're talking about uh, emotional brilliance, and we'll introduce our our guest, Andrew Peck, in just a moment. And we're really looking at what kind of experiences do you have that allow you to be in the top 10%, and what emotions allow you to, to move into that and get a better understanding of emotions and what would make what we're going to call an emotional brilliance performance? And we'll ask our guest, uh, Andrew Peck, about that. And then, Kathy, why don't you, you know, come on and maybe you can introduce Andrew. Absolutely. Well, first of all, um, I'm very excited to have Andrew with us. Andrew Peck uh, is a, a longtime consulting associate. Uh, we work together globally at a little company called Accenture. Uh, some some time ago, we both evolved into obviously different careers and new directions. Uh, but Andrew's going to talk today uh, about the superpowers of a consultant, and he does that through his new podcast called Unplugged Consulting Unplugged. And so he's going to talk about all the tips and tools and techniques that you need to become the ultimate trusted advisor. Uh, Andrew has also created an entire curriculum that helps people uh, really, really ramp up their consulting, become professional advisors and change agents. But before we bring Andrew on, uh, I want to just say a few words about my co-host. And if you hear anything in the background, guys, I just want you to know that given what we're facing right now with the challenges of this uh, unfortunate uh, COVID pandemic, I am having to work outside in order to get any bandwidth in this little peninsula here in Virginia Beach. And you'll hear overhead sometimes some of the jets that go back and forth from the Navy base. All I can tell you is that's what we call the sound of freedom. So just bear with us. So Relly Nadler is a master level certified executive coach. He's been my co-host on this show. I've been his co-host on this show for 13 years. He's an amazing consultant and he's the author of six books including a new book, Physician Burnout. He obviously is very well known for his top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence. And you can get all of his tools and tips and strategies to develop star performers with his Leadership Key Skill Guide. And guess what? A version of it is available to you on Amazon, and it's also uh, a free iApp called Leadership Keys with videos you can find at your app store. And, of course, some of you may know Relly from his Psychology Today blog, and he's an obvious... A uh, favorite of many of us who have gone to the College of Executive Coaching and become professional consultants. And I think that really ties in to where we're going today with Andrew, teaching individuals to become the best consultants they can in this whole idea about being this unplugged consultant. So, Relly, uh, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Let me take a quick word about uh, Kathy. So you did hear from her that both Andrew and her were at Accenture, you know, years ago. But Kathy is also the founder of four different consultancies and three leadership institutes. She actively supports behavioral research. 
She has a free iPhone app. You can see her glowing face, Your Happiness Now, available at iTunes, and has many best-selling books on happiness, what working mothers uh, know, and her uh, one of her latest books is Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, you know, working with uh, special ops. And you can go to her website, www.fearlessleadersquiz.com, and also drkathygreenberg.com to get some of her, her uh, free tools. So let's bring on Andrew. Andrew, welcome to, welcome to the show. It's great to be on. Thanks for having me. And maybe say a little bit about kind of your background and the kind of, and I know you have a podcast uh, also. So let you know, give us a little bit of the background um, about yourself and maybe around some of the people who have influenced you the most. Sure, I'd love to. Uh, you know, they, I'm uh, described uh, dyed in the wool uh, business and uh, change consultants. I mean, I, although I started my career in corporate. Uh, life, uh, working in various strategy and marketing roles. As Kathy mentioned, she and I had the opportunity to work together at Accenture where I cut my uh, teeth in professional advisory services, working with a large global entity, helping uh, top CEOs and executives affect change and transform their organizations to be more uh, competitive, of course, and uh, a more engaged workforce. And then I've run my own firm for gosh, now 14-plus years, specialized in really uh, two primary areas, design thinking, design management, as well as innovation, helping companies to drive more um, breakthrough products and services and experiences for their customers. So I've dedicated myself to really advising top organizations to become more innovative and um, always focused uh, heavily on the uh, the human element of it, because after all, the products and services that we design are for people in mind, and so you want to take that into consideration using various deep, empathetic approaches. So that's a little bit about me, and in, in between all of that, I have a gorgeous family. I live in New York most of the time. I have a beach house also that I, every now and then, retreat, although unfortunately, due to the circumstances, uh, have been a bit sequestered, but uh, I'm blessed and uh, you know delighted to to serve. So tell us a little bit about if you are in New York now. Is that what you said? Yes. So it's kind of you know what what's some of the main emotions that you have people around you, and, and then maybe that you have just to kind of situate that. Sure. I mean. It- uh, obviously, and uh, to, uh, reported heavily on, on the news today that we are at the epicenter. Um, in some respects, no surprise because we're a gateway to the United States from uh, certainly from Europe. Uh, in it's a densely populated area, not just Manhattan, but all the boroughs. So there's a lot of people. It's a hustle and bustle kind of community that uh, really a lot of thriving commerce and interaction, and of course entertainment. Of course, now with the circumstances, it, it is um, almost surreal uh, how uh, such a densely populated, active uh, metropolitan area has almost, to some extent, gone silent. And you know, under normal circumstances, and I read this recently, there's this concept called presence disparity. You know, for many people who work virtually, who are already used to that, they have to learn for creative and clever ways to make an impact. 
through online or virtual ways and uh, develop some ways in which to e- exhibit and express themselves uh, to be heard, have a voice. And so now that when you think about it, what's happened almost universally, I don't know what the exact percentage is, but I, I've got to guess at least 60 to 70% of the population now in the metropolitan area is suffering from that presence disparity in some respects. How do they engage with each other and still have a voice, have a contribution, and connect with one another, given the circumstance and how isolated uh, we've become during this moment in time? So I think it's more important than ever to come up with creative solutions that uh, keep us engaged, keep us contributing, and keep us safe all at the same time. So, Andrew, can you share some insights from your your award-winning book, The Little Book of Big Energizers and Stimulated Habits to Spark Your uh, Creative with your lovely wife and business partner, Janine? Yeah, um, as I mentioned, you know, um, most of the body of work uh, that uh, both Janine and I have uh, developed for the past 14 years has been really to unlock people's creativity, you know, and again, uh, it seems like now an understatement more so than ever that uh, to be creative is an essential um, skill to help solve complex problems, and we were certainly dealing with that in spades right now. And so Stimulated was really all about, you know, uh, this, you know, validating that we're all creative, for example, uh, and that... Um, you know, we all exhibit creative abilities. People often associate creativity as just, oh, I have to be artistic, and that's not what we're talking about. The ability to solve problems using uh, our abilities to collaborate with others, our resourcefulness, and so forth and so on, to help solve and develop solutions that benefit others. Um, but inevitably, as human beings, we get stuck, right? We find ourselves in some kind of rut. And so uh, stimulated is all about really unlocking uh, a person's ability to be more creative. Uh, I've studied for the past 14 years uh, many successful, innovative entrepreneurs and executives and, uh, you know, identified a certain set of habits that when they find themselves in a situation where they're, un- where they're stuck, there are some uh, really successful habits that one can employ to, to help them shift their mindset. So, for example... Um, you know, just making observations about people, seeing the patterns of behavior that they do, uh, changing your space and environment to inspire your creative juices, uh, collaborating with others. You know, creativity is not just an individual alone sort of activity, but it is something that you do in collaboration with others. So these are the kind of things that obviously when you find yourself stuck, you can, you can develop and cultivate uh, to a level of mastery that helps you on a more regular and consistent basis come up with creative and novel solutions. The Little Book of Energizers is a, um, a little bit of an extension, but more focused on how do you get more energy and creativity in, in your meetings and engagements and the workforce um, uh, to, to, uh, to spark you know, a little bit more engagement. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I believe in this premise that... Uh, you know, uh, what's more important is not managing our time, but managing our energy. And and you uh, all know that oftentimes organizations are disengaged, uh, sometimes very boring, not having a lot of fun. And the Little Book of Energizers offers some 50 different tools and techniques to get people really more energized and having fun in their meetings and interactions with one another. 
You can't so that was a lot of right mouthful, <laughs> but that hopefully summarizes some of the things that uh, encapsulate each uh, body of work. So, Andrew, we're going to take our, our first break, but then when we come back, I'd love to hear about maybe some of those uh, energizers that people could use virtually, because I know Kathy and I are, are getting some of those questions about, you know, everybody being virtual, and maybe we can tap into some of your uh, insights and tools around that. So you're listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with Andrew Peck who has a new podcast out called Consulting Unplugged. But before we get to to that subject, uh, Andrew, you were talking a little bit about uh, your prior uh, award-winning books, and you were going to share some of your um, energizers with us, given where we are and 
what we're all dealing with. So why don't we talk a little bit about those types of energizers and things we can stimulate ourselves with to have habits to spark our creativity. You bet. And it's especially challenging, obviously, that most of us are in a kind of a remote fashion. So, you know, many of the the energizers that uh, we've identified, obviously, is to try to improve interaction and engagement. So how how often have you been to a meeting where, you know, people, it's just just getting people going or getting people focused uh, or um, have difficulty doing uh, or they're bored or they're distracted. These are typical things that take place. Uh, in in meetings today, so you know over the years, uh, Janine and I designed, and, and you might consider some of these all just as icebreakers, but we typically integrate them in in service of a particular activity. So it could become as something as simple as um, you know just a little fun exercise that gets people immediately involved. So let's say you're looking to generate some new ideas and fresh starts. So we do what we call a speed. Uh, dating kind of format. And, and when you're face-to-face, obviously it's easier to construct where you have people uh, talk, you know, in pairs with one line moving up and down uh, a line. They're seated face-to-face, faced across from each other, where they have a specific set of questions about um, things that they want to accomplish or things that they want to share with one another, and they progress through that. And it's amazing in just a span of three or four minutes how many ideas a group can uh, generate in that short period of time. Because one of the most difficult things to do is when you say to people, hey, come up with new, big, innovative ideas, and they look at you like you're in the headlights, right? So uh, it's important to provide some structure, some set of questions, and focus to doing that. How might you do something like that uh, virtually? Well, with Zoom, you could do the same. Uh, You can set up groups um, where you can maybe pair people off into subgroups. And then they uh, each brainstorm for a period of time, share some stories, share some tips, and then they come back and they populate it. Or you could even do that just through a chat. So in a very quick fashion, you can just, again, pose a question, ask people to contribute, maybe even take a poll, and shazam, you have now new, fresh ideas that will help solve a particular problem or challenge that you're facing. Um, I think we we get intimidated, especially in a... Uh, heavy technology to sort of, it stunts some of our interactions. So just by creating a little structure and focus like that, you can get people involved. Then, of course, in our little book of Energizers, we've got some crazy fun activities that just make people more fun, more relaxed. We have an activity I call uh, 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 Ice Pops, where uh, literally uh, it's the sound of some very fun, upbeat music. People have to uh, pop each uh, bubble, you know, it's a big, huge bubble wrap, and people jump on it, and, you know, jump up and down, just to release a little tension and engage in a, in a fun sort of way. So we have many of these. Uh, they're used for different occasions, and uh, uh, love to share more. And so people can get those in your in your uh, book that you mentioned. Yeah, it's basically, uh, you know, we we we. Describe it as like, okay, what's the um, activity, um, uh, how, how to do it, what's the time required, what are some specific huh. tips. So it's very, um, I'm very uh, instructional. So for anyone who uh, doesn't have to be an instructional designer or trainer or facilitator, these are very sort of easy 
uh, applications, you know, and we have examples of what it looks like uh, to give some people some sense of it. Uh, I've done this these set of energizers all over the world, so they are translatable in all sorts of culture, um, and and it makes it much more fun. And that's the Andrew, is there a website or, or someplace people can go to get just a basic list of these things? Sure. Uh, just visit us on uh, www.dxdpartners.com. That's our, our business site where you can obtain a list and uh, more information about these activities and energizers. Fantastic. So- so, Andrew, say a little bit about, before we get into the unplugged, for, for our listeners, when you talk about design thinking, you know, it is a, a term that's out there, but I'm not sure, you know, all our listeners would know kind of what that is and kind of what that entails. Sure. It's, it's really a, a disciplined approach to solving uh, complex business, organizational, or customer kind of related challenges using a combination of uh, creative and critical thinking techniques. Creative process is, you know, typically thinking about how do you reframe a problem or a challenge? How do you go out and generate and develop new insights? And then how do you, uh, what we would typically call brainstorming new solutions and visualize a potential solution? The critical thinking is to make the uh, choices that, take into consideration not just a creative idea, but one that is commercially viable. So innovation is not uh, innovation until it hits the marketplace. So this is not about just invention. This is also about implementation. And so there are many design thinking approaches out there. The one that I developed over the years, back since the day that I was responsible for innovation advisor consumer healthcare, there are a series of steps. So you start by framing the challenge. Then you go out and get smart. You go out and interview your customers or users and gather insights. Then you develop, you know, solutions. Then you test the solutions. And then ultimately, based on the test, then you build a business plan to help achieve some kind of market business or organizational innovation. So it is, in short, again, a combination of creativity and critical thinking combined um, that is also, I might add, uh, very human-centric. So uh, this aligns very much for both of your work. You look at the sort of human element. You know, when everything we look at outside of the natural world, it has been designed by another human being in service of a human being. So whether it's a chair, it's a, a ball, or it's a food product, or it's a uh, piece of technology, there's a design associated with that in service of a human being. So empathy, understanding of that user experience is critical to the design thinking process. Hope that helps. Beautifully stated. Yeah, that's great. So, Andrew, just um, a little bit about your academic background and, and how you came to create this consulting curriculum, which you and I have now been talking about. Um, along the lines of your work with many universities and teaching, just like, you know, Relly and I teach at the College of Executive Coaching how to become a coach, you're now one of the innovators in this arena of teaching consultants how to be a consultant. Talk a little bit about your background and how you got to this place. 
Well, sure. And I know, really, you had asked, and Kathy as well, who have been some of my influences. And I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge you, Kathy. And, uh, and I've mentioned this to you in years past, that three things that I've learned from others like yourself. So one is presence. Uh, you know, the ability, there's two types of consultants and advisors, those who bring energy into the room and those who take it away. You have, for me, have personified that. You know, as I, I mean that truthfully. Um, when you walk into a room, people feel your energy, a sense of hope, optimism, and presence that uh, want people to pay attention and to listen to what you have to say and offer. The other is vision and, uh, in, 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 you know, forward-looking. I work very closely with Jim Hackett, who's now the CEO of Ford. He taught me a lot about the importance of kind of looking toward the future and coming up with a strong, compelling vision. And, of course, Janine McGlade, uh, uh, my uh, business partner for many years and my lovely wife, taught me the value of empathy. So when I think about presence, vision, and empathy, those are essential qualities, in my opinion, in the consulting mindset, skill set, tool set. Unfortunately, uh, what I recognize in the marketplace, there was a real gap in that. So in other words, many early to mid-career, even senior uh, advisors, while they may know a lot about a particular uh, topic matter, be it technical, be it design, be it leadership, they have a great amount of expertise, but their ability to connect, the ability to exhibit presence, the ability to share a vision was missing. So I saw a gap in the market and felt strongly that, uh, you know, there's an opportunity to develop some of these kinds of qualities, more, more intra and interpersonal, or what I call power skills, to help uh, people in consulting, again, early to mid-career, so that they can increase their ability to have impact on their clients and build deeper emotional ties to their clients. Because after all, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, it's all about relationships. And so I felt uh, strongly that there's an opportunity to design learning programs and tools to equip these uh, individuals going into the consulting profession. And so what do you think is some of the uh, biggest gaps that some of these people have? And one of the things I know yeah, that so Kathy I, and I have to um, Yeah, no, it's a great question, really. I, uh, let me just summarize really quickly. I, I saw what I called... Uh, power skills. So, you know, some of the genesis of this, and I was approached by several different universities because of my experience in consulting to, to start to teach this at the university level. And and it really centered around, uh, you know, seven specific uh, characteristics. One is, and this would be to answer your question, some of the gaps, you know, people these days are distracted and, uh, you know, competing with whether they're checking their iPhones or, you know, getting inundated with emails or attending meetings. The ability to focus your mind is suffering greatly. So I think focus is a really big gap, and being able to um, stay focused is critical for any effective consultant. Cultivating optimism. Um, and while it may sound a little Pollyannish, it's important that as individuals and as change agents, if we're to really act as instruments of change, we should cultivate optimism, you know, even in the most vexing, challenging circumstances, and again, we're facing that today, instead of um, um, succumbing to fear, how do we as change agents really establish optimism? 
The other is... Uh, Andrew, know, hold on. Yeah. Andrew, I'm going to just steal your moment here. I don't want to miss a word, and I don't think our audience does this well, but we have to take a commercial break. To hold that okay. thought, we'll come yeah. right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Every day in business, we hear jargon, see writing from so-called experts, and don't know what we should follow and what we should avoid. Now, there's a program to sort everything out. The 2020s Enterprise with Sam Holzman is the program that provides actual best practices, insights, and real-world solutions that help business executives, technology executives, managers, and staff using straightforward talk. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking to a top performer who helps consultants at all levels to be top performers, and Andrew Peck, and he's giving out now some of his power skills that uh, he talks about with some of the folks um, that he trained. So, Andrew, so far you talked about being distracted and need to have focus and cultivating optimism. So what else are some of these power skills? Yeah, so some other examples is, um, you know, the, the importance of the compound effect of your efforts. So as consultants, there's enormous amount of pressure for us to deliver. When we're hired for an engagement, it's typically not a small investment on the behalf of the client, and so they expect a lot, and so they want results immediately. To, to perfect that, though, as an individual, you know, you, you have to, it's like a good athlete where you, you practice every day toward your goals, the things that you are looking to uh, establish uh, being success. The difficulty for most of us and why we have such inconsistent results is we're episodic. We try to reach for the fences, you know, quickly without really developing that skill. But if you apply regular effort every day toward your goals in, in service of your clients, 
you start to see, um, you know, uh, not only um, percentage gains, but over time, net gains. Um, but you have to be patient. And, and it's like an investment like you would in the marketplace. If you look at the stock market every day, you're going to drive yourself crazy. If you judge your performance just only on a daily basis uh, and, and measure it only what results you did or did not achieve, you're going to go crazy. So stuff like that is, you know, good habits on a daily basis is the hallmark, in my opinion, of really good, effective consultants. Some of the other power skills, and I won't go through all of them necessarily, is, as I mentioned earlier in our, our discussion, is the ability to build deep emotional ties to your clients, and that comes through the process of listening and empathy. You know, understanding the context and the challenges, the pain points, or the hopes or the dreams of your clients is essential. I can't tell you how many times I've seen colleagues of mine that they're ready to pitch their idea or ready to sell a new solution without taking consideration where their client is. And so the hallmark of good, effective consultants is their ability to first ask the question, first understand what's going on for their clients rather than going with their own ideas or agenda. Mm -hmm. So those are, you know, examples they, you know, very quickly summarize into things that are within, you know, intrapersonal and things in terms of uh, interacting with others, which are more interpersonal. So let me ask you this question as a follow-up, Andrew. One of the things that Kathy and I um, deal with as far as, and this is a little different coaching, some of the difference between coaching and consulting. And so let me just kind of ask you this. It's kind of when do you give advice? You know, we get a lot of consultants who want to become coaches, and then exactly. they, you know, that's the big question. Hey, I'm getting paid. If you want, to, want advice, any kind of sense of, yes, as a consultant, you probably want to give more advice than as a coach. But kind of uh, when, do you, when do you do that? You know, is that kind of shift in the conversation? Yeah, that's a, well, you know, usually by invitation, right? Um, after you've built up a level of trust. Um, you know, because uh, to me, consulting, you are there to provide a certain knowledge and expertise and service of a particular, generally speaking, uh, business or organizational challenge. Um, and if, it, if the engagement requires coaching, well, then, then you have permission to provide coaching, which is, um, again, a different type of relationship with your client because they're inviting you to ask them, Give me pointers, tips, uh, encouragement, feedback, critique of my own behavior, right? But typically in a consultative relationship, you're really there to advise them on more of a business or organizational challenge. And so, yes, a good consultant, it's nice to have great coaching skills, but it is not necessarily a prerequisite. Um, yeah, and Andrew, you know what I would say, and I'd, I'd love you to comment on this because you're not working together, in environments where uh, we're asked to come in to very, very large companies in a very large context of change and get them on board quickly to help us assess where they are, where they need to go, and what the milestones might be. So in your experience, with this, um, and you know, having done this with you myself, when when you think about what people really come to 
to you for now as a stage consultant? Is it relationship skills? Is it advisory skills? Is it change agent skills? Or maybe it's all three, and you have to do them in a certain order. I just, I'd love your uh, your comments on that. Yeah, that's a terrific question. I mean, <laughs> now I'm going to sound like the typical consultant. It depends, right? Um, that's why having, um, you know, you and I have talked about this, Kathy, uh, the, the, the importance of homework. So um, when you are invited to, and typically uh, in my businesses, generally speaking, I mean, of course, I do some marketing and, and selling, but it's all generally referral-based. So I, when I'm requested to help somebody, I'm in a position of service, I'm going to do a research on that individual, the organization, and everything else in between to have at least some intelligence on what questions to ask. And then when I start to engage that client, I will ask a lot of questions to get even more information. And in parallel, I'm also building a human connection, uh, an emotional connection with that individual. I'm looking to achieve some chemistry because even if I... I'm really knowledgeable seeing the difference. A consultant typically is a subject matter expert. Coach doesn't necessarily have to be a subject matter expert about the industry. Right. But a good consultant will have very good coaching skills, which includes the ability to make that chemistry connection. But inevitably, sometimes you find, even though you know a lot about ways in which to help that client, the chemistry just might not be there. But it's then your obligation to then find resources who could. So I have been in situations where the connection just wasn't there with my client, but I, again, ethically felt need to serve. I've invited other people to engage with a, a particular client of mine so that they could help. So that, that I think you know, one of the things, illustrates a little bit uh, yeah, some of the differences. It does, and I, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to add something of value and early probably experienced this, and I'm not sure if our audience understands this, but uh, Andrew and I were involved in some research at Accenture on sales. And when two consultants walk in and they're two males, often that sense of wanting to sell something or engage the client can overwhelm them. And so sometimes a male-male team is is too hard. Um, A female-female team while it's definitely uh, something that people uh, enjoy because when smart women team up, you know, lots of great stuff happens, um, and especially if you have a female client. But sometimes that female-female can soft, um, and that is not a good combination either. The best combinations for consulting, now I'm not talking about coaching, but consulting and advisory services are a male-female team. And the reason is because you have that opportunity for A, chemistry, B, an understanding, as, as Andrew said, of that empathy. Because if the two people walk in there demonstrating that behavior for each other, the client picks up on that and it's an instant chemistry. And you also have the opportunity to possibly connect with one or the other. So, you know, Andrew, you and I have experienced that. Really, you and I have experienced that. And it's really important for our audience to get some of these, quote-unquote, unplugged consulting skills that Andrew is now teaching 
uh, in his curriculum. And so with that, uh, thanks, Kathy. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, what is Unplugged? Um, you know, how did you get the idea? What, you know, what does it look like? Yeah, I am, and I'm chuckling to myself because uh, in some respects, we've had to now use technology to really plug into each other. So the, the, I was very intentional about the phraseology. It, there are many great uh, uh, you know, programs that, and a lot of these uh, excellent firms will you know, sort of indoctrinate you in their way of consulting, if you will. Um, but the unplugged was uh, really the intention was to go beyond the academic, you know, to go beyond, all right, here are the, just the general frameworks and tools that a consultant needs to uh, use and apply, or here's the uh, strategies in which to sell work. These are all fine. I wanted to go beyond it and give people a real experience of what is it like to be a consultant. Anything from managing work, working in teams, working remotely, traveling a lot, um, being prepared, staying resilient, staying focused. These were essential you know, qualities that I, over 25 plus years, have experienced and have learned to master and remaster uh, as I've evolved over the years. So Unplugged was my way of saying, it's going to be just honest to goodness, tell it like it is, um, tools and tips and trade craft uh, of what is it like to be an effective consultant from not only from my own personal experiences and voice, but from many other masters whom I have been privileged to collaborate with, work with, observe, and interact with. And so many of those people I'm inviting on my own podcast to, um, to provide their voice and their insights about how do they consult and what are their experiences of effective consultants. So do you, uh, what you just mentioned, are those some of the topics, you know, that you speak about and then how long is it? You know, do you always have guests? Yeah, so for example, uh, 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 talk to consultants, what is it like to just advise CEOs? People are very curious about what is that kind of uh, enclosed uh, professional sort of interaction and relationship. So I talk about the dynamics of the CEO uh, uh, consultation. Um, I talk about uh, uh, very specific kinds of um, internal kind of consulting engagement. So I've interviewed and had a number of people join me on uh, my podcast who have had seasoned what I would call internal consultants or change agents, and how do they affect change in an influencer role. And then there's individuals who have very specific knowledge and subject matter expert. I've had people in the banking and finance industry. I've had people in the healthcare industry. I recently had somebody from the art and design world, and how do they advise clients who want to redecorate their home? So it's varied, you know, all things creative and innovative. As well as importantly, clients. I just wanted to clients come on on my show to talk about what is their experience of consultants and uh, what is their consultative relationship. Yeah, go ahead, Kathy. And yeah, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you one more time. We're going to go to a quick break. Yeah, we're going to be right back. You know, it's it's great to reconnect and hear all the wonderful things that you're teaching our future change agents. So don't go away. 
We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Every day in business, we hear jargon, see writing from so-called experts, and don't know what we should follow and what we should avoid. Now, there's a program to sort everything out. The 2020s Enterprise with Sam Holzman is the program that provides actual best practices, insights, and real-world solutions that help business executives, technology executives, managers, and staff using straightforward talk. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Andrew Peck about uh, a lot of his uh, work and his consulting. So if you want more information about him and then also zeroing in on his podcast, consultingunplugged.com. You'll have information about him and the the podcast. Um, And so one of the things, Andrew, we were talking about during the break is maybe just give the overall vision of kind of, you know, why you're doing this. Sounds like it's kind of your vision slash purpose, which we know, you know, working with individuals is always important to get out. So maybe give us that broad view. Sure. So, you know, the uh, overall um, um, mission, my mission is to build a future generation of, you know, consultants and change agents, the next generation, to go beyond just providing expertise and functional knowledge to clients. It's an even more ennobling kind of uh, mission, you know, and to challenge ourselves as consultants to build deeper emotional ties and more ethical kinds of arrangements with our clients. Objectively speaking, obviously, Consulting and Plug is about building those deep, sustaining client relationships, uh, achieving more consistent commercial results. That's why clients uh, hire us. Um, but also to align what we do as consultants with the purpose. I find that many people who enter in the consulting field 
uh, are either not cracked up to it or it's a surprise to them or they get easily burned out and fatigued. So it's important to generate flow experience. So being aware of what your mission and, and purposes and your expertise and how to deliver that the most effective way. Uh, you know, my mission is to help people um, make the smart career choices as they contemplate a career in consulting. Uh, ultimately, just have better personal impact and impact on your clients is really what it's all about. Andrew, as you think about how you're helping other people, uh, one of the things that we're interested in for you know our new book, Emotional Brilliance, uh, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life, we're we're asking all of our guests a few questions, and as you know, as Relly and I would just like to, if you all take advantage of the opportunity to talk. To somebody like yourself who's teaching others, what, what is your go-to emotion uh, when you're dealing uh, with anybody on a regular basis? My go-to emotion, that's a very interesting, um, uh, do you mean that in the, the context of like, am I excited or inspired or frustrated? Um, uh, kind of, maybe yeah, one of the, I'll more. jump in. It's, you know, what, how do you prepare yourself for a big challenge, um, where oh, do you beautiful. go? You know, how do you how do you ready yourself? Yeah, I work more based on inspiration versus perspiration. So I uh, use music. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, right? Um, not that I don't perspire plenty um, when a big gig is you know before me, but I I I, I either I exercise a lot, I bike, I use nature. I'm very blessed being living in the Hudson Valley. I can just go outside my home and uh, uh, walk in a state park or kayak down a river. These are the ways in which I can immediately access hmm. our natural world to inspire me, or I use music, or phone a friend, you know, where I feel like I'm stuck in a rut uh, to get me sort of ready. Um, so I, I do work more based on inspiration. And once I've caught that inspiration, there's nothing that stops me. So <laughs> beautiful. So, so listen, we talked about this before, Kathy. You know, what's the first thing you kind of do in the morning to kind of you know start your day? And a given, you know, so you're surrounded in where you're at with a lot of people full of stress and anxiety and stuff. But what do you do to kind of start off right? Well, Kathy may know this of me. You know, my parents are from Hungary, and I've raised uh, Hungarian bichlas, which is this beautiful sort of uh, sienna color brown uh, complexion to a, a dog. They are, they are, they, you need to exercise them. Otherwise, they'll tear up your home and uh, household uh, if they don't get the proper exercise. And then you can provide them the discipline and the affection. Well, I'm a bichla of sorts. And I, I need to exercise every day, so I begin my day, you know, I have a, you know, like I said, some form of exercise, whether it's a run or a walk or a rowing machine, weights, those sort of things, uh, on a religious basis. And then I do some quiet time. I usually try to uh, fill my mind with um, something that's, you know, either going to stimulate me or um, I learn something new, you know, so I try to apply this compound effect to my own life. And then I start to do my uh, get done list. And then I look at my emails. I used to, unfortunately, and it's so addictive and the dopamine rush is always great, is you immediately when you wake up, the tendency is to check what news of the day is. 
And if you do that too early in that sequence, I think that will affect your mindset. So I really try to do the private victory stuff early, and then I'm ready to sort of seize the day. Andrew, yeah, having known you for a long time, you're a very positive, upbeat person. There's really not much that, that gets in your way. But when you think about what emotions are the most challenging for you, um, and of course we all have difficult people in our lives, uh, you know, what emotions uh, are the most challenging, and, and how, do you, how do you deal with them? Sure. Um, you know, the sense of urgency, you know, again, when uh, the, you have the pressure of time, for example, you're trying to do probably, generally speaking, too much too soon. I will rush and, you know, I'll uh, be prone to get, get frustrated <laughs> uh, and, and then, therefore, be sloppy or make mistakes. And so I have to catch myself usually when I sense a sense of, you know, being frustrated or urgent, I usually take a deep breath uh, or do some quick meditation to sort of, you know, pause. Um, when I'm able to do that, then I can slow my thinking down and my energy down. Um, so that's one of the things uh, that uh, I, I face often. Um, and then, yeah, I'm as you said, I'm a positive person. I think I'm pretty friendly. I I have sometimes difficulty when people are just the opposite. <laughs> and they're not so friendly. Um, they don't show much affect. I I struggle with how to you know sort of get something some pulse going. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to have to come to a close. We'll definitely have you back. Relly, anything you want to share with our audience before we sign off? Yeah, uh, Andrew, I just want to say, you know, thank you for taking the, the time, sharing some of your wisdom. And, you know, for people to go to your website, www.consultingunplugged.com, sounds like there's a lot more gems that our audience can get. So thanks so much for being a part of this. Well, thank you. It was a delight. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Tune Up, your leadership performance. We'll talk to you next time. This is Leadership Development News signing off. Take care. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.